my kajillionth time filming this. Oh my god, I just felt like I think what was my best like copy of my intro and I did not have my microphone on. Oh my god. It's okay. Everything is meant to happen for a reason. <laughs> okay, hello beautiful people of the internet. My name is Beyonce K and welcome to all the things I wish I could say directed, edited, produced by Beyonce K. <laughs> you have no idea who I am. We are currently strangers right now and that is why I'm going to introduce myself. I'm going to make you guys get to know me and I have to remember I'm not talking to my friends. I'm not talking to my boyfriend. I'm not talking to my mom. I'm talking to strangers that don't know who I am and you guys want to get to know who I am. So I am your new older sister. I'm your new bestie. I am your new confidence. <laughs> uh, no, really. My name is Beyonce K. And I'm 21 years old. I'm a Libra. I actually have the name Beyonce. I know for a lot of people, they think I'm lying. I swear to God, I'm not. <laughs> My initials are actually identical to Beyonce Knowles, like BK, which is very ironic. But, um, that is my actual name with the accent and everything. I'm a Libra. I'm born in October. Um, I don't know much about horoscopes, so I cannot give you your whole chart. I promise. I want to be better, but my brain cannot. It can't. It can't do it. <laughs> like, I know my boyfriend's sign, and I know my sign, and I know one of my besties, Hunter's sign, because I got her like a candle for her birth for Christmas and it was um, based on her horoscope and ironically I actually got it wrong for the first order so I had to contact them and ask them to switch it I begged them and so now her horoscope is imprinted in my brain and she is a Pisces and my boyfriend's an Aries and I'm a Libra if you asked me my brother's horoscope you'd probably think I was a bad sister because I couldn't tell you. Um, I searched it up today when I first recorded this, um, and I figured out that he's a Capricorn. Literally shocked me. Like, I don't even know all the names for them. Like, anyways, <laughs> something else super important about me is that I am a black woman. Um, my background is Jamaican. I'm a Caribbean gal. I absolutely hate when it happens multiple times a week that people just they don't know my background like if it happens once in a blue moon that's just funny like it's just a funny thing it, it used to be a funny thing but um people are convinced that i am somalian ethiopian egyptian mixed um or half white i don't see how i am any of those but um okay um <laughs> like at work people will come up to my face and literally ask me what my race is and i'm like why is it that deep like i don't understand i don't get it do i not look like a caribbean gal i want to look like a caribbean gal i'm caribbean i'm a proud caribbean gal i don't know why I get anyways 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 my mom listening is gonna be like beyonce it's not that deep and she's also gonna say i'm not jamaican i'm canadian i get it i was born in canada but my background is jamaican both my parents are jamaican 
my mom is from Montego Bay and my dad's from Kingston, Jamaica. So yeah, that's a little origin story. I am super close to my family, my grandma, my mom, my dad, my older sister, my younger brother, and I have two birds. If you hear them chirping, that's who's going off in the background. But the girl, she is a yellow greenish bird her name is Gamora and the boy is blue and white and he is named Star-Lord yes they are named after Guardian of the Galaxy's characters I am obsessed with the franchise I have watched the movie more times than I will ever admit and that is the end of that <laughs> um, I also have an amazing partner my boyfriend he is the most amazing person I've ever met his name is Edwin and he is is the love of my life. I love him so much. You're probably going to hear a lot about him on here. I want to bring him on here one day. Um, he is just so important to me and I love him so much and he's my best friend. My twin flame, my left leg, the beat that goes in my heart. He's awesome. He's the best person I ever met. So I just want to say super thank you to him because every time he does something super courageous and outgoing and entrepreneur-ish, um, I just get so inspired by him. He makes it seem so easy. Um, and in fact, it is not, um, or at least it's just difficult for me, but he definitely is my motivation to be like, even though it's hard, you keep going. It gets easier. <laughs> Also, I am an undergrad in my fourth year of university. I am studying criminology. It is super important to me. I am absolutely obsessed with crime and law and everything of that nature. I am going to law school in the future and I want to become a criminal lawyer. That's my goal. I am absolutely obsessed with law and the way it works. And um, I really just want to embark on that journey. And I'm super glad that I started this five months before I graduate, which is insane. <sighs> but it's all part of growing up, which is not necessarily fun. But it's a super, super, super cool milestone that I I can't wait to pass. So, yeah. I currently work at a minimum wage retail job in the mall. And I absolutely hate it. Not because... Of the job the job is easy in itself it's very easy I'm basically like a cashier but if I'm not on cash I know every other department in the store so so it's not usually hard for me to work my way around um, the court there at all I've been working there for a year um, my co-workers have become family like I love them so much a lot of them you know obviously some I'm not close with and I have a bit of things issues with but you know more than least I consider them like super super close to me it's management that's the reason i'm leaving i'm gonna leave it there because i'm gonna have a whole episode devoted to workplace culture and toxic workplace culture and once i officially just clean my hands with them i'm gonna just i'm gonna dive into it i think that this podcast is definitely going to bring dark topics in to the light I always felt ashamed of my mental health, like all the time, all the time. I never liked talking about it. And I always associated talking and discussing my mental health issues as a sign of like weakness, as a sign of vulnerability, as a sign of people knowing a little bit too much. Yes, it can be all of those things most definitely, but 
discussing and explaining your mental illness is so much more than that. It is this huge, like powerful cloth that you wear that shows how brave and strong and powerful and resilient you are. I think that when I see someone openly talking about their mental health, I think to myself, they are so brave. They are so brave to talk about something so taboo, so fragile and so like hushed upon, you know, and I'm just so tired of that. Like, hey, so what? I had depression. So what? Half the world has it. More than half the world has it. Hey, I had extreme anxiety. So what? I had it. I beat it. So what? I am who I am today because I had and still have those mental illnesses. And it's not a bad thing. It is nothing to be ashamed of. It's nothing to be pitiful of. You are not broken and you are not damaged just because you have a mental illness. You are so much stronger and braver and and, and, and incredible than you think you are because of those mental illnesses and in spite of them you are still who you were always meant to be they are not to hinder you or hold you back they are meant to show you all the obstacles that you can overcome you may not see it in the moment but you will see it in the future and i think mental health was never talked about growing up for me i never knew i had depression i was officially diagnosed when i was 19 and I was so confused and I was so lost and I was so scared. And my family doesn't talk about mental health. My mom has been trying to be super like inclusive and supportive with me, which is really, I'm really, really grateful for that. But other than that, like they don't really understand. When I say I want to kill myself, they say you have so much to live for. And I get that. I have you standing in front of me. You, sh- you should be enough. Like, you are enough. Like, my dad standing in front of me is enough to be like, I want to live because I have my dad here. He gives me the reason to live. But my brain, my mental illness brain, my depression brain doesn't compartmentalize. Like, that's not even a proper word, but like, it doesn't rationalize the fact that that's enough. Like, it says no. In spite of that, you are still incredibly, incredibly sad. And nothing will ever be able to fix that. So end your life. Basically that. I want to talk about mental illness. Specifically depression. Anxiety. And eating disorders. Not many people know. But I actually had. And I can officially say. You know. Maybe I'll have my rough moments excuse me, maybe I'll slip up or I won't be as, uh, like as good and clean as I am now. But I was suffering, um, an eating disorder since I was 14. I'm 21 now. It just, I just got over it. I just stepped over that part of my life. Yeah. But I just, I want to talk about that on my channel, on my podcast. So get ready for that. (laughs) So why I'm starting this podcast 
purely because I've always wanted to do this. I've been planning this for two years. And Rayan, I love Rayan's podcast. Oh my gosh, girl, if you're watching this, I absolutely adore you. I, you are just such a role model for me. Black excellence. I love you, girl. Black woman making a difference and being a figure for other black women. And she inspired me a lot. I really enjoy Emma Chamberlain's pretty basic, but hey, you can't outdo the doer like it's if it's good it's good so i think hers is called anything goes i'm pretty sure my podcast name is actually called all the things i wish i could say because this is going to be a public junk like pile up of everything i wish i had the guts to say in the past everything that i've ever experienced i'm just gonna pour my entire guts out on this podcast i have so much things i want to say so many things i wish i could have said growing up that i never had the balls to and i officially had gender surgery and i have balls now so i'm gonna say all the things i wish i could I like that title a lot because, you know, a lot of my topics are going to be about mental health, insecurities, confidence, you know, self-improvement, self-love. And so it's all the things I wish I could say about everything. And I love that. So I love that. I also want to talk about why the theme song, like the intro song to my podcast is the instrumental part of Friends. If you don't know, one of the most important people in my life, Janae, she's my cousin, but more importantly she's a sister to me we are a year apart we're like cousins like by blood but like we're literally sisters i just came back from her house tonight and um she is like oh my god i love her so much so captivating i love her we are just like blood sisters love her we're soul sisters sorry (laughs) our moms are sisters so that's how we're connected if you're wondering I really hope she's watching this because I think she'd be really proud and I think it's really cool and I think she'd like that I'm talking about this and I definitely know she's going to have some corrections and constructive criticism to give me, which I will definitely, definitely take into account and consideration and I appreciate it because she's very honest with me. But Janae, the reason why I'm bringing her up right now is because if it actually wasn't for her, I would have never watched Friends. Friends has become a really pivotal role in my life. It's literally part of my identity like every holiday season I get friends merch and it is the best moment of my entire life every single time every time every single time I absolutely love friends I have two friends posters on my wall when I was like severely suicidal and very depressed uh Janae introduced me to friends at like the age 16 it's like the best thing that could have ever happened in my life at that time it was the only source of like endorphins and serotonin and and dopamines going into my body and bringing me like joy that I couldn't create myself and it kept me alive and then it became my comfort show and now I watch it every single night before I go to bed I'm not even joking friends is my favorite show on the entire planet and that will never change it has been that way for the past like six years it will never change I'm not joking no show will compare to friends it it's not even just because I love the script or I love the writing or the actors are super funny it's literally more than that like it saved my life which is why it's my show anyways so I thought that I really wanted to incorporate friends in this because this whole podcast I think is like a coming of age like a full circle moment you know and I feel like I want to add in so many elements that make it me that have so many deep-rooted meanings to behind it and like I just I can't wait for you guys like like understand it like the episode like the titles are always going to start with the one where 
which if you're a Friends fanatic like me, of course, every episode title is like the one where Rachel falls asleep, the one where she eats the fish. Like it's always like the one where, you know? And so my titles are going to be like the one where, like in this title, it's called the one where she introduced herself, which I think is super cool and a nice play on words. So uh, I'm very excited to have Friends be a huge part of my podcast and I give all the credit to the friends creators producers directors everything all credit to you guys in this section of the podcast I'm also going to have an Instagram devoted to this podcast because I want to have a place where you guys can give me constructive criticism we can talk communicate relate converse and you also guys can see like the face behind the voice and you guys can see my setup and what I'm talking about like oh it's so vibey or today's topic is about like sunsets and why they're so meaningful to me like the deeper meanings I'll post like a photo of the sunset so you guys can get a visual you know have something to look at while I'm talking you know so that it's just not more of just me talking you know you can close your eyes do a quick workout go on a walk that's how I love to listen to my podcast usually but I think that podcasts are so insightful and it is so fun hearing people talk about things that mean so much to them because you just gain so much perspective and it's like meeting a new friend that's it we we claim the label as friends but really all we're getting is just tea from each other like it's awesome it's an awesome relationship we're having on this podcast um, i really hope to bring like mental health awareness um so so much i have always been so afraid to talk about it i have just i think the reason why I'm so afraid is because it's like the most vulnerable state that I could possibly be in. And I don't want people who don't have, who shouldn't have the privilege of knowing me so well, be led in so close to me. And I don't want to give them the power because I've been hurt so many times by so many different people. And I know they have the easy access to hear or listen or watch or view or criticize. And I don't want to give them that. But you know what? In the long scheme of things, life goes on. We move on. People grow, people change, and um, I'm living my own life, and I'm not going to be hindered by the pasts of other people. So, yes. And most importantly, this podcast is going to be the first thing I'm ever proud of. I don't care if I've gotten an A on an essay. I don't care if I got into a law school. I don't care if I posted the most creative YouTube video ever that got a million views. Nothing that I have created or published I have ever been proud of. I never be like, haha, look at this, show this off. Some academic things most recently, but usually I'm just, you know, I'm not as like crazy about it. And um, I want this to be the first thing I craft by hand, build up by myself, edit by myself, publish by myself, design by myself that I'm completely proud of. I can already see it happening. I've told so many people about this because I'm just so excited about it. And I think I have so many insightful things to say. I've been through a lot. People don't know what I've been through. Of course, I don't have to go into grave detail to express what I've been through. But I think it's really interesting to get the insight of like me, just a regular like 21 year old girl working a minimum age, minimum wage job, getting her undergrad degree you know doing her one two things and I think it's just cool to hear like what I have to say because so many of us live like the same lives quotation marks around that um but we all live it so differently and I think it's so cool to embark on each different one so uh you're just embarking on mine right now which is super cool uh hobbies so I'm just gonna list a couple 
I love photography, love videography, I love planning, I'm an obsessive planner, I love reading, I love singing, I know the irony, my name is Beyonce, not good, but I like singing, I love poetry, I have many fashion shows, I love fashion, I love thrifting, I love learning, I love studying, I love cooking, and I love working out. I also want to say sorry if my breathing is just like so obnoxious and annoying. I am again getting the hang of all of this. My mom is calling. Okay. Okay. So I want to say that every single episode, I'm going to have a quote devoted to the episode. I am a huge quote junkie. I love quotes. And so I really want to also share all the inspirational and life-changing ones that I have embarked on. And with that being said, I'm going to share with you guys the first quote of my podcast journey. This is a huge moment. And actually, this is my favorite quote as of my entire, like, of my entire being of 21 years. This is my favorite quote ever. The reason being, um, today is January 27th. Yesterday was January 26th, which is two-year anniversary of when Kobe Bryant and Gigi Bryant died. And he was very much a parent figure to me. Moving forward from their passing was very hard for me. It took me around a year. And, um, actually around like six months into the grieving process i found this quote on pinterest and it changed my life so much i printed out a copy and i keep a copy of this quote this quote changed my life like and i I really want to share with you guys um and that is the meaning behind the quote but I just want to say that if you are ever going through grief and you're trying to navigate your way through it and understanding why it hurts, why it's so long, why it is such a trivial and almost impossible hurdle to overcome, it's because grief is all the love that you cannot give to that person anymore. It is all the years you know you'll spend not being able to show them the affection, being able to share moments with them. It's all of those moments that you could have had but will never, ever have again. That is why it's so hard. And it's hard to understand that, but with time you will. And give it time. It took me like two years. But while they were on this earth, I looked after them and their relationship so much. It's everything I ever wanted. And um, on the 26th of 2020 was honestly one of the saddest days. I want to share the quote with you because they mean a lot to me. They changed my life. They changed my perception of father-daughter relationships. And um, this quote saved me in a way. So here it goes. Or author unknown. So I unfortunately can't give credit. But if you guys, by the time this is up, if you know exactly who it's from, definitely comment on Instagram and let me know. Um, I'd love to know because this is the most beautiful quote ever. Here it goes. Grief never ends, but it changes. It's a passage, not a place to stay. Grief is not a sign of weakness, nor a lack of faith. It is the price of love. And that's the quote. And I love it so much. It's so simple, but it holds so much in it. And it uh, makes me very emotional. (laughs) So that's what it is. I'll be posting a new podcast every 
other week, so twice a month. I want to have time for school, social life, mental health, well-being, being able to edit, produce good content, you know, keep on track. I really want to put my all in this. As I am recovering with my mental health, I need to make a plan that I won't overwork myself. I already have enough to do in the day. I don't need to burn out myself every single week and then need a month to recover. So I know my limits and this is the perfect balance for me. Um, and with that being said, I will see you guys in the next two weeks. I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your day, whether that be night, morning, evening, whichever time it is. I am so happy to have started this journey in this podcast. All the things I wish I could say is going to be something I'm so incredibly proud of and I want to show off to everyone. And I am just so grateful that I finally am mentally well and stable enough to complete this project i'm so proud of myself and i'm so proud of all of you i want you to know that if you're going through a rough time this is not the last time you're going to go through a rough time sometimes it's going to feel like it's a cycle of doing good and then doing horribly bad then doing good and then doing horribly bad for longer but as a person who has lived with depression for almost like a decade, I want you to know that you have to wait. You have to try every possible solution. You have to wear out any avenue that could possibly bring you the potential tiny bit of happiness. It's going to be tiring and it's going to be long. It's going to be lonely, but you're not alone. It's going to feel lonely, but you're not alone. And I want you to know that no matter where you end up or what kind of milestones you make or how far you go in the book, you are worthy of happiness. You are worthy of being loved. You're worthy of experiencing happy emotions and sad emotions. You are worthy of being able to experience the most beautiful moments in your life. You deserve all those things. You deserve to eat. You deserve to rest. You deserve to smile and you deserve to cry. You deserve to feel every possible emotion that you can. Your mental health should not be a life sentence. It shouldn't feel like one, and it shouldn't act like one. So together, we're going to go on this journey and dig into all of our deepest, darkest topics that we don't like to talk about, make ourselves uncomfortable and vulnerable, because those things are so beautiful. And... We're going to use what we consider our weaknesses as our strongest advantages. And I'm so excited to start. And I'm crying. I'm also really emotional and very sensitive. And that is something that I grew up thinking was a really bad thing. It is not. I'm so proud that I'm emotional and sensitive because it makes me feel things so much more like powerfully. And I know I cry about everything and that's okay because I cry about what's important to me. And I'm so grateful that I have so many things that are important to me. End of story. But I'm so proud of you. You're doing amazing and you are just phenomenal. Okay, I'll see you guys next time. 
on all the things I wish I could say. Have an amazing rest of your day and um, you're loved by so many. Okay, stay blessed. Bye. Beyonce, signing out.